ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى has distinguished us distinguished the believers distinguished the people of Islam from all others besides them via this tawhid the singling out of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with worship the religion of monotheism is the religion of Islam and all others then they associate partners alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are many narrations within the sunnah whereby the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam informed us of the importance of maintaining this tawhid the singling out of Allah with all of our worship so for example the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam warned us against the practice of some of the ignorant ones the practice of jahiliyyah where they used to wear bracelets and strings and amulets and talismans and as some people call it the taweez they used to wear all of these things believing that they will bring them protection from evil believing that these items will bring them good and keep away the harm that these items will keep away the evil eye and so they used to wear certain types of strings on their wrists and certain types of strings on their necklaces around their necks these are the tamaim that they used to wear the various forms of them that have been mentioned 
and the majority of them are filled with shirk even though people claim that these items are only with Quran in them many of the people when you ask them what is it in this necklace you are wearing they will tell you it is only Quran in it nothing else the reality is the majority of them will not be the majority of these items that are made they will have extra symbols in them and extra lines and dots and all types of things that cannot be recognized and even if even if it was only quran then the salaf many of them still gave the fatwa that it is haram to wear that كانوا يكرهون التمائم كلها that they used to hate and they used to consider as haram all of these types of amulets and talismans that the people wear whether it is from the Quran or otherwise whether it is from the Quran or otherwise they did not view the permissibility of wearing them there may be some narrations from some of the salaf who stated it is okay however many of the other salaf they highlighted as reported by Ibrahim and Nakha'i that the salaf they used to dislike and they used to view as haram to wear these items because the aqeedah of a person it becomes deviated whereby the Muslim believes this item or this string will bring him the good luck and keep away the evil eye and that is not the case it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will protect you from the evil eye who will protect you from any other forms of evil that may afflict an individual and so there are many narrations in the sunnah there is a hadith where the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned on one occasion the Prophet ﷺ mentioned he sent a man and told him do not leave any camel which has these strings attached to it except that you cut it off because in those days they used to believe putting these strings made from the bow and arrow those strings onto the neck of the camel protects the camel from the evil eye and protects the camel from any harm coming to it and this is of course a false aqeedah that string will not give you any protection it is only allah who will protect and so the dependence and the trust and the reliance must be in Allah alone. And so the Prophet ﷺ commanded, do not leave any of these camels with these strings on them, cut them off. And that is what people do in those days. They did and they still do. People to this day, they still put things on their animals. 
believing this is for good luck and to keep the evil eye away. They put things on their cars, believing this item, hang it on the mirror, it will bring good luck and keep away the evil eye. They hang things on their doors, in their homes, they hang all types of things, believing these items are going to keep away the evil eye. Believing these strings and necklaces and talismans and other affairs that they put in their homes, on their cars, on their animals, they are going to protect you from the evil eye. And that is not the case. That is a form of shirk. Putting your trust and your dependence into these strings and amulets. They are not going to protect your homes or your cars or your children. It is Allah that you must put your dependence and trust and reliance in. So this is from the affairs of Tawheed. In another narration of Ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu anhu, he mentions, Sami'atu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqool, Inna al-ruqa wa tama'ima wa tiwala shirk. That indeed the ruqa, the different types of ruqya that they used to do. Some ruqya is of course correct and halal and permissible when it is done with the Qur'an and it is done with the proper du'as of Tawheed. But in those days in Jahiliyyah, they used to recite other types of things, words that the magicians used to recite and they used to mumble things and they used to hum things and they used to say this is ruqya. That is not ruqya, that is from the incantations of the magicians and the types of speech and statements they used to make. And that's why ruqya, for it to be legitimate, it must be clear and succinct with the words that are precise in the Arabic language that is clear to understand from the words of the Qur'an and from the words of the authentic supplications. But as for what the people do, they come and they say they are going to do ruqya and they start reading things that you cannot even understand. Or they start mumbling things and humming things. This is not from the forms of ruqya. Ruqya is clear and audible and understood from the words of Allah, from the Quran, from the ahadith, the duas that are clear mentioned as the supplications. So the Prophet said, the ruqya that they used to do with those words and mumblings and different types of things they used to recite from the words of shirk, that is impermissible. What tama'im and these various forms of amulets and talismans, as people call it, taweez, these types of things are not permissible clearly in this hadith. The Prophet ﷺ tells us that they are shirk. People putting their trust into these things, if they lose that thing, all of a sudden they become weak. And they start to get scared and they get anxiety. My necklace is gone, my bracelet is gone. This is not where you put your trust and dependence into. Your trust should be in Allah. This is also a certain type of amulet that they used to have. They used to have many. They used to make a certain type of amulet that you give one piece to the husband and one piece to the wife. And they used to say these amulets will keep the love between the husband and the wife. 
And again, that is from shirk and the Prophet ﷺ informed us in the narrations that is from shirk. It is not legislated at all in the religion. You keep an amulet and the husband keep an amulet. And as long as you keep them, the love will be strong. But what happens if you lose them? Will the love disappear and will the divorce occur? These were from the beliefs of jahiliyyah, from the beliefs of ignorance. They used to put on strings and necklaces onto their children, believing this will protect you from the evil eye. And all of this because of their ignorance in understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who controls all of the affairs and everything is under the decree of Allah. No harm will come to you except that Allah decrees it. And no good will come to you except that Allah decrees it. وَلَوْ اجْتَمَعَ النَّاسُ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ that if the people, they want to do something good for you and they all come together, united upon wanting to do good for you, they would not be able to unless it was decreed by Allah. And if they all come together to harm you, they will not be able to harm you unless it is something decreed by Allah. And that's why in another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Man ukila Or in the narration, it is mentioned from the Salaf, Man ukila That whomsoever puts his trust into something besides Allah, then he will be left to that thing. You think your string is going to protect you from the evil eye, then you will be left with your string. Let's see if your string can do anything for you. And it will do nothing. You put your trust in your necklace or in your band or in your ring or whatever you're wearing. The taweez, the amulet, the talisman on your car, on your home. And you believe that will protect you from the evil eye, the narration says. Then you will be left to that thing. Let us see if that item can do anything for you. Let us see if that item can indeed protect you from the evil eye or bring you good. And we know that it cannot do anything. It cannot do anything. It is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who controls all of the affairs. In another narration, it is mentioned, Rawa Ahmed an Ruwayfi' Qal, qala li Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Ruwayfi' la'alla al-hayata satatulu bik fa'akhbir al-nas anna man aqada lihyata aw taqallada watara in this narration, the Prophet said to Ruwayfi' that perhaps you will live a long time. So tell the people in the future too. Tell them in your later life. Tell them that whomsoever ties knots into his beard or he ties the strings. They used to take the string from the bow and arrow and use those strings, believing that it was good luck and keep the evil eye away. And the Prophet told him, whoever ties those strings and whoever uses the feces, the dried dung of animals or their bones to clean himself, then Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is innocent of that individual. Meaning that it is a major sin. And so you can see in there, man taqallada wa tara.
whomsoever puts together these pieces of string that you wear on your neck, on your arm, believing this will protect you from the evil eye, then Muhammad he says himself, I am innocent of that person. Nothing to do with this action of theirs. It is not from the sunnah to do these things. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Faya ibadallah It is very important that we educate ourselves regarding our religion And we understand what Tawheed is this whole religion is established upon Tawheed. When you look at Arkanul Islam, the five pillars of Islam, what is the first one? The first one is the Shahada, the Tawheed. When you look at the pillars of Iman, what is the first one? Al-Imanu Billah, Iman in Allah with Tawheed. And on the day of judgment, what will make the difference between the people who enter paradise and the people who enter hellfire? It will be Tawheed. The people of Tawheed, the Muhyidun, will enter paradise. And the people who were not upon Tawheed, they did not have their purity of worship to Allah alone. Instead, they go to the graves making dua, help us. Or they use the strings believing this will help them. Many other affairs of their deviated beliefs of shirk. Then they are the ones who will end up in the hellfire. Those who associate partners alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is important for us to educate ourselves. To educate our families and our societies. To educate them about the affairs of the religion of the sunnah. So we understand these things which are widespread in the society. They are widespread amongst the Muslims. That they must understand these are affairs which are haram and impermissible and from the types of shirk. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us life upon tawheed and to die upon tawheed so that we may be from the muhidun in the afterlife. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.